The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 16th of January. In your Squiz today, Trump's impeachment. Vladimir Putin announces big changes in an address to the nation. Jeans West heads to voluntary administration. And the ups and downs of life. This is your Squiz today. Starting today on where things are at with Donald Trump's impeachment, as we speak, Claire, House members are voting to send the two articles of impeachment against President Donald Trump to the Senate. It moves that process on. It's been a month since the House voted to impeach Donald Trump and there's been a lot of politicking that's happened in the meantime. The crux of that is that Nancy Pelosi, who is the Speaker of the House of Representatives and the most senior Democrat in the House, uh, has wanted to get concessions from the Senate leader about how the trial into Donald Trump's behaviour will take place. The Senate, of course, is led by the Republicans, so they don't have to make any changes at all because they've got the numbers to strike down anything that the Democrats want, and that's what's been holding it up. So assuming that vote passes, what happens next and what are the chances of him actually being removed from office? Yeah, so we head into a trial and opening arguments could start as early as uh, that Tuesday next week. Uh, The Chief Justice uh, of the Supreme Court is sworn in. He presides over the trial and there's a whole swearing-in ceremony where the senators are um, sworn in as jurors and then we're into a trial which could take some weeks. There's no sense that Donald Trump, after all of that, will be removed from office because, uh, as I mentioned, the Republicans have the numbers in the Senate and they need a two-thirds majority for that to happen. We have a Squeeze Shortcuts out on impeachment, which takes you through the steps very clearly. Search for Squeeze Shortcuts in your podcast app to have a listen to that just for the background on what's going on. Over in Russia, big news coming out of there this morning. President Vladimir Putin has proposed some pretty big changes to the nation's constitution. Reports saying the changes are all about creating a pathway for him to stay on in some capacity after his presidential term expires in 2024. Vladimir Putin's always been someone who's been able to move the chess pieces of Russian power around and (laughs) he's been doing that for, for many, many years and this seems to be the latest iteration of that. What seems to be happening is that Dmitry Medvedev, who's been the Prime Minister and Putin's ally, as you say, uh, will go into a Security Council job, which has been compared to the Vice Presidency, so he still is in a very powerful position. Meanwhile, Putin is sort of moving those chairs around so that when his term ends, he'll still have a grip on power. Uh, Mm. Lots to come still on what this all actually means, but Putin has said that the changes Uh, should be put to the people in a referendum. We will see how this one plays out over the next few days. Human Rights Watch has released its annual report that looks at the human rights practices of nearly 100 countries with particular focus on China. It had a damning assessment from that group. Uh, They say that the crushing oppression of its citizens, particularly through um, things like the mass detention of the Uyghur Muslims uh, and also the use of technologies for mass surveillance through its social control programs, is a global threat, particularly with China pushing more broadly into the world. Um, Australia wasn't exempt from comment, though, either. Uh, The report criticised last year's police raids on the ABC and on News Corp journalist um, Annika Smithhurst. The report said it put a chilling effect on journalists and their sources. 
And back here in Australia, Scott Morrison has announced changes to family payments for those affected by the bushfires, Claire. Bushfire-affected parents will get an extra $400 uh, in a one-off payment, so that takes that payment to $800. The government's being criticised quite widely for how this financial support has been rolled out, so these changes are in response to that, and it'll come out of that $2 billion bushfire recovery fund. And whilst we're on bushfires, Rod Laver Arena last night hosted the Australian Open's Rally for Relief tennis fundraiser. Lots of stars involved, Claire, lots of money raised. And it looks like they had a lot of fun. I, I didn't get to watch it last yeah. night, but I did see some clips and it looks like, um, yeah, some pretty big stars were having a good hit of tennis and all in a good cause. Serena Williams, Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer, Rafa, they were all there, Five, nearly $5 million raised. A story about fish and chips now. Love fish and chips. Me too. Commonly the fish in fish and chips is flake, which is gummy shark meat. But is it? Yeah, and that's the problem. The issue, of course, when you get a slab of fish, you don't really know if what you're buying is what uh, the retailer says that it is. And that's, of course, a problem for fish and chip shops who are in the markets buying what they think is flake, but it could be uh, sourced illegally from other shark populations. And that's an issue because sharks play a really important role in ocean ecosystems and there's some concern about the biodiversity in our oceans. Yeah, that's from Macquarie University. Conservation biologist Dr Adam Snow, he warned that the mislabelling of fish products is quite common. And Jeans West has gone into voluntary administration, Claire. It's another Australian retailer that's hit trouble. Our uh, Australian, um, particularly clothing companies, have really come under pressure with uh, weak consumer spending. Jeans West has 146 stores uh, across the country. Uh, Administrators say they're going to continue to trade for, for a while, but they're looking at the options to either restructure it or sell it. Quite an iconic business. A quick message now from our podcast advertiser, Telstra Business Services. For many people, one of the biggest challenges in running their business is understanding and managing their tech. That's why Telstra has created Tech Services. What it does is provide businesses with 24-7 support and advice online or over the phone about most devices and software. And it doesn't matter if it's Telstra Tech or not. They'll help you out. Find out more at telstra.com forward slash business services. I'll pop that link in your episode notes as well. And we need to let you know the legal stuff before we finish, which is that costs of software or hardware aren't included and a fair use policy applies. Finally, Claire, one professor has studied data on the relationship between well-being and age, and he reckons that peak unhappiness comes at the age of 47, kind of midlife crisis time. Yeah, 47.2 to be exact. And Kate, as someone who right. turns 46 this year, that's something that I'm going to keep You're a heading there. eye on. How are you? Are you happy? I'm really happy. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, but the real, apparently the realisation is at that age that uh, you realise that you're not going to be the Prime Minister, you're not going to be CEO <laughs> of a big company, you're not going to do much more that's really huge in your life. All the opportunity is down here from there. So it's, it's, so depressing. it's a bit of a bottoming out. But the good news is you get happier after that. So that can't be a bad thing, I guess. Peaks and troughs, that's life, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. 
Uh, the email subject line, Claire. Kate, given I've just revealed my age, if you're of my generation, chances are you owned a pair of jeans, West jeans, back in your sort of late teens, early 20s, because they were a big thing back then. So jeans, of course, I've gone for Taylor Swift. We never go out of style. So not an old, not not a not a song of your era, but a, um, <laughs> a sentiment, a sentiment of your era, exactly. <laughs> and don't forget that yesterday we announced the launch of a new podcast, talking about an entirely different generation. Squeeze Kids is a daily news podcast for parents to listen to with their primary aged children. From the twenty eighth of January, it'll be released at seven am each weekday to fit in with your family's morning routine. For more details and to listen to the trailer, visit squeezekids.com.au you or subscribe by searching for Squeeze Kids in your podcast app. Those links are also available in your episode notes. I think that's all from us. It is. Let's go into Thursday. Don't forget to jump into the Squeeze Today email. Plenty more news in there. Larissa will be back on tomorrow's podcast with Claire. Until then. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. Okay.